Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, it's Justine. And I'm Jenna. Welcome to episode eight of Same Brain Podcast. Featuring a special guest. This is our first guest. excited, Jenna. Today we have Phil Spencer on our podcast. Today, Xbox had the Xbox Games Showcase with so many incredible announcements. And of course, the highly anticipated Halo Infinite. Yeah, we got actual gameplay today, which was really exciting. And this is a game that is very special to me and Jenna because we used to play this game together all the time. I mean, even Xbox in general, I feel like is so special. Like we grew up gaming, but we really got into console gaming with Xbox. For sure. And I mean, Halo was one of the first games that I'd ever played on Xbox. So to kind of just watch this, especially watch it with Jenna. It was just that nostalgia feel, I think, is something that a lot of people experience while watching this. And what's even better is we got a chance to sit down with Phil Spencer and talk about the Xbox Games Showcase. Phil, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. This is our first guest ever. How are we going to top this? I'm honored to be the first guest. When they told me that, I was like, no way. But you guys just started in June, right? We did. Yes. Yeah. Congrats on that. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. We're on episode, what, eight, I believe. And this is a very exciting a special edition, obviously, and congratulations on the showcase today. It was incredible. It was really fun. So for you guys, I mean, you're so used to doing these events live. I mean, this whole thing has been such a completely different experience. So how's it been for you guys trying to put these things on and sort of appeal to everything that gamers are hoping to see? You know, both of you are so familiar with production and just all the work that goes into this. And, you know, we did this in a production studio here in Seattle and everybody's social distancing. Everybody has their masks on. And people are obviously working on getting the games done and the trailers done. So it's just really proud of the way the team showed up to really uh, show the best that they had. Uh, the show came off. I want, I'll admit, I miss the energy and the fans kind of on stage at E3 is always one of those special moments. But it was uh, really cool just to see how the, the team came together to pull off something in a, a unique way. It looked really great. I think that's completely changing the way that everyone is sort of operating, especially with gaming. I mean, even during all of this, I feel like gaming has brought us all so much closer together. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I, we definitely see that. I mean, I was, I'm was i trying to remember the stats. It was like from the beginning of, of Stay at Home, we've had like over 270 million new friend connections made on Xbox oh Live and something. Gosh. Which is just, I mean, it, it's not so much about Xbox Live. It's just the power of gaming uh, that allows people when they can't physically be with their friends or hang out with people that they can do that through the power of, of play. And I just think that's such an awesome thing about our industry. For sure, yeah. And we're so used to like traveling so much, you know, for fun and work. And we've been gaming our entire lives and just being busy, you know, being adults and working. <laughs> we kind of stepped away just because there wasn't enough time. So now being yeah. home, we kind of rediscovered our love for gaming and we're like, we missed this so much. And we've actually probably talked to our friends more so now being at home because we'll like hop on and play games every night. So it's definitely really interesting. And I've been having a great time just staying home playing video games. And even for us though, Halo, like us watching <gasps> this showcase, it brought back so many fun times because before Jenna moved to Los Angeles, she was living with me and we used to play split screen multiplayer and co-op and everything together, mm-hmm. just sitting in our living room. So just watching this, I think for both of us, it brought back that nostalgia. So I know that's something that's very important 
important to you guys as well. Yeah, you know, Bonnie Ross and the team at 343 wanted really to bring back that kind of classic Halo feel. And as I've watched uh, the gameplay come together, there was just something about when Chief walks out the back of that Pelican um, that just, I felt at home every time I've seen it. Obviously, I've played the, the game a number of times. Uh, but you're right. I mean, gaming creates those memories, those memories of who we played with, where were we, and who were we with at the time we finished this game. Um, and Halo plays such a special role, not only for us in Xbox, but I think for so many gamers, it was just awesome to be able to open the show with Halo and all of the love that we've been feeling today of people. Yes, like the sound, the the look, the characters, the the ring. Like it was, it's just really nice, like a coming home moment for uh, millions of Xbox fans. I mean, Halo was definitely my first introduction to Xbox a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit older than Jenna. <laughs> So I feel like we kind of have that little bit of a disconnect. But again, gaming did bring us together when mm -hmm. I was living in California and she was back in Pennsylvania. So I just, I love the way that gaming has just made that connection. For sure. So I think we, there was also one of the things on Twitter that I saw a bunch of people were so surprised to see the announcement of Fable. Yes. So that small little teaser, I mean, everyone was really excited. And I think what's amazing is all of the games that you guys showed here today were all Xbox Game Pass games. Yeah, I definitely think Game Pass was the, the star of the show. Um, and, you know, that's a big change. Like it's it's normally when we think about a console launch, it's just focused on the individual game titles. And we want to do that. Clearly, we want to do that. Um, but at the same time, we know, especially right now, value in gaming is important. Obviously, there's a global pandemic going on around us and the economy is where it is. And we want to give families and people choice about how they build their libraries. And the fact that we could do a full show and every game in the show uh, was in Game Pass, I thought was just such a such a great statement for the service um, and how it's grown. And be able to close the show, as you say, with Fable, a great studio with Playground. I think it's kind of the, been the worst kept secret in video games <laughs> that we're working on Fable. Uh, some of those leaks might even been from me, uh, but it was it's really nice to now have it out there so we can talk about it um, and, and just kind of have more of a direct discussion with the fans. And I, honestly, I've been surprised by the reaction to Fable. I worked on the first Fable. Um, and as you, when you work on a game, sometimes you, you have a different connection with it. Um, but today, just the, the fanfare around the Fable announced has been fantastic to see. And I thank everyone for that. I think we were all so focused on Halo, 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 that there was nothing that we thought that you could do that could top sort of that announcement. So I think you guys did a really great job with that. We were even talking earlier, we're like, man, I remember it was 2019 E3, even when like the Halo was teased and the Series X and like how excited we were. And we're like, well, here we are, you know, it's happening soon, holiday 2020. It's going to be here before we know it. Our CFO in the Microsoft earnings yesterday and the Microsoft earnings got asked when were our console launches, which, you know, we've come a long way inside of Microsoft when they're asking our our corporate executives about console launches. But yeah, this it's uh, it's 2020. It's a launch here. Not just us, our friends at Sony, obviously launching consoles well. Uh, so it's, you know, a lot of excitement in gaming right now. Nintendo is doing incredibly well. I think you guys are playing a lot of Animal Crossing oh, and stuff. It's, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm over like 650 hours right now. So, and, oh, and it's honestly, unhealthy. it really is unhealthy, but I think I would have never had time to do that previously. So mm -hmm. we're in such this unique position to sort of refocus and, and do a lot of things that we might not have had time to do before. So, I mean, for you, like, are there any games that you feel like you have more time to play now or like able to do other? sort of activities that you couldn't before? Yeah, I'm playing a lot, um, which is always part of my life. You know, and I, and I think about that experience. I mean, you're in the perfect example. You're you're not at home right now. You're in your secret location doing your cool stuff. You know, when we think about xCloud, 
um, and allowing people to bring their Game Pass games with them and continue to play them wherever they are um, as they move around. I think it's just a great thing about today's big franchises, whether it's a Fortnite or a Minecraft, where you can kind of always stay connected with them wherever you go. And obviously the portability of a Switch gives you that with Animal Crossing. So when we were thinking about xCloud coming into Game Pass, and then that means now I can take my Xbox library with me. Sure, when I'm at home, I'll probably pay on my big screen because that's what I like. Uh, but when I'm not at home and I want to have those options, I just think it it makes gaming a more ubiquitous and kind of constant part um, of my life, which is something I love. Yeah, because I feel like before we used to be tied to our TV and we used to travel home like for the holidays, both of us would bring an Xbox, be like fully prepared. So now we can play it all on mobile. And I also love that Minecraft Dungeons was on Nintendo Switch, mm -hmm. that which was, really was cool. so fun because I could easily take that kind of stuff with me. So I'm definitely looking forward to the future of more sort of collaborations like that. If that's anything that is in the future, I'm here for it. And I know a lot of people would be too. I'm just glad we don't have to carry our Xbox home with us now as our carry on. Cause yeah. we, I mean, you know, there weren't many direct flights from LA to Pittsburgh and that thing got a little heavy. So now that, you know, xCloud is a thing I'm personally very excited. I've been running the beta playing Halo and it's been really great. Oh, that's awesome. It's so great. Well, we, maybe we just buy mom and dad an Xbox. We well, do have, so we, we have, we have upgraded. Um, we have eventually, they, they do. have one there. My but, grandmother actually had it was like the gears one of the first gears yes. xboxes oh, no. yeah so Grandma. when i upgraded i gave her my gears xbox which she was still incredible. has it we she came does. over one day and she was just like playing i was like grandma are you playing she's like, playing gears call of, of duty right now <laughs> she's playing call of duty and gears of war i'm like she's like i want to try it out i'm like this is incredible yeah gaming does cross such a huge expansive audience and i just i think it's incredible and it really has changed the world like For sure. what you guys yeah. are doing what everyone is doing yeah and i think as you said people staying connected across different devices. Every time I sit down, I, I have my characters, my friends are there, I can just keep playing. Uh, I mean, that's what gaming's about. To me, gaming is a unique art form on our planet that I do with my community, I do with my friends. Usually when I'm watching TV or listening to music, it's kind of a solo thing. Uh, but when I play video games, I just love playing co-op with friends and the fact that gaming has just become more connected. Um, overall, and especially right now when you know we feel so disconnected or we're on the road, um, I, just, I think it's fantastic. And seeing the industry embrace that and realize that all of us working together to allow gamers to stay connected is actually a great way for gaming all up to continue to grow. And that just is gaining more and more momentum across the industry, which is a lot of fun. And we recently started streaming because we're like, okay, we're home. Like we're not making the usual content. Like how do we, you know, interact with our audience? We're like, well, let's just start streaming our video games. And I mean, I've been doing YouTube for 10 years. You've been doing it for- It's way too long. Way too long. <laughs> and I, on, I finally feel like, this streaming and like the video games have brought us like so much closer to our audience. So it's been, it's just been this weird thing. We're like, wow, what have we been doing wrong for 10 years? But like gaming has just like brought us all together. So mm -hmm. it's been really cool. Yeah. The, the content creator, I mean, it's, you know, as important as players, as creators of the games themselves, you just have so many kind of different people that play a role in someone's game experience. Like we see it, people go online now to see what they're kind of trusted people they follow, what do they think of the games, getting their opinions. Uh, I mean, it's it, it just really bring, it makes gaming more accessible. When I can go online, I can search for a game and watch a streamer play it or watch somebody on YouTube kind of give them their impression. And I think that, that kind of ability for me to find my next favorite game, something that's outside of the three or four games that I always go to, uh, that diversity of games that we see in the market right now is I just think a, a real strength for our industry. Mm -hmm. We need more people to find more games to play. That's just 
fun. For sure. And also I wanted to talk about accessibility because you had hit on that a little bit. So as far as yeah. making games more accessible, I think is something that you guys have been very ahead of the curve on. I know we went up to Microsoft um, was a few years back to get a, a chance to see like the accessibility and talk about like the um, the controller that you guys, the adaptive controller. So like things like that, like that's incredible. So mm -hmm. is that all going to be supported as well on Series X? And are you doing anything to kind of push that yeah. initiative? Yeah. The Xbox adaptive controller will be there. It'll be supported. I think it's, as you said, we want more people to play, more voices are heard, more voices to be, for that to be safe. I mean, it's it's something I know you've talked about in terms of when you're online, I wanna make sure that the community I'm playing with, interacting with, the people I choose, and that I'm able to kind of manage the those communities and bringing more people in with different perspectives, accessibility is a, a critical part of that. And again, I'll say as the industry, we've done our part with the work that we've done, uh, but you know, The Last of Us 2 just came out and congrats to Neil and the team did a great job with the accessibility in that game. And I see us all kind of learning and building on the work of each other, which is absolutely the way it should be. Like accessibility should not be a platform competitive thing. Uh, it should be something that we all embrace in order to allow more people to play. And even after the show today, you know, we did a bunch of work on localization, sign language in our show to make sure more people can see it. The feedback we get from sight impaired people about how we can continue to work to make gaming more accessible. It's just, I think, a, as you said, a really important thing for us as an industry to focus on. And I'm, I'm really pleased with the progress that we continue to it's make. It's amazing. I mean, I saw firsthand just, you know, a bunch of YouTube videos of people talking about how this really did change their lives because before they were never able to play. And just seeing people play video games for the first time was just, it was so heartwarming. Mm -hmm. So for sure, I mean, uh, for all of them, thank you guys. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's really impressive. Well, it's good to talk about. It. I'm glad you bring it up because I think that's what it needs, right? It needs to be constantly in our conversation of, how do we have representation in our games, representation in our community? Uh, yeah, it's almost like a meme now, I say it so often. There are over two billion people on the planet that play video games, which is just amazing wow. um, to think about. And getting those creator voices, whether those are creators of people as making videos about video games or making the games themselves, it just really strengthens what gaming can do on the planet as more people are able to engage. So I appreciate mm -hmm. you talking about it. Um, and continue to do that, For please, because sure. I think it's uh, it, it just makes it a focus. Right, you don't have too much time, but is there anything else that you want to tell us about Halo that we think the audience might enjoy? Because I know we're super excited about it. I mean, I love the campaigns, but obviously we're huge multiplayer fans. So we're just going to wait yeah. very patiently. You know, whenever that announcement comes, <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll be ready, waiting. But as far as like the campaign goes, I mean, uh, what are you most looking forward to? Yeah. The multiplayer in Halo Infinite, I think, is going to be special when we talk about it. Um, you know, there's such it's such a big game when you think about all the work that goes into the single player campaign, to, to the community features, to multiplayer. But we know for so many people, you know, Halo CE started with us lugging our Xboxes around, plugging them in together, and um, playing console multiplayer for many of us the first time. So I'm excited about what we'll get to see. Um, and what we'll get to show, I think the team's building on what they did with Halo 5 and the multiplayer in Halo 5 was received very well. So it's cool to kind of see the team continue to iterate on things that the community loves. The eSport players have been heavily involved in what we're doing because we know that's a strong part of the community, the professional players. And there's some kind of technical uh, challenges the team has set for themselves on multiplayer that I'm really encouraged to be able to talk about. Uh, when we get there so soon we will be able to talk about halo multiplayer soon uh but bonnie and the team are, are doing a really good job with halo and it's nice it's been a long time 19 years since we had a halo at the launch of an oh xbox oh my gosh that's really oh crazy oh my so gosh 
2001, original Xbox and Halo CE. Wow. So this is like a seminal moment for us. These our chocolate and peanut butter coming That's together. Incredible. Like it's going to be a, a special time when we're able wow. to to launch Halo on the next console. I mean, I feel time. like you're in such a unique position because you've been with Microsoft for so long. So, I mean, how exciting is this though for you to sort of see all of this just happen in a lifetime? Like it's really incredible. Yeah, you know, I, I went back. So I, this is my, I was there at the original Xbox launch of 360, Xbox One. Uh, and there are a lot of team members on Xbox that haven't been around as long as I have. And I, I really pushed the team to to embrace it and to kind of it's one of those career accomplishments and frankly life accomplishments that it's easy to kind of just fly right through. But you've been around console launches mm -hmm. before. There's something special about that. I went back and I watched some of the video from Zero Hour, if you remember that on 360 when we went out in the desert and brought a bunch of people in. And you know, it's just such a special time for the community and the team. So I get excited. I was nervous today, which I thought was funny because the whole thing was recorded. So like I couldn't really mess anything up. Uh, but uh, it's nice to get the kind of energy flowing and just to feel the fan energy. The kind of viewership today was amazing. Um, and uh, this is going to be great. This is kind of what it's all about. It's just celebrating with fans, love of video games, launching a new Xbox, launching some great games, and getting to talk to people who really care about it. So uh, I appreciate the opportunity for that. I mean, you guys are saving our 2020. Yeah, I'm just you really are. <laughs> like, video games are keeping us all sane. So, yeah, thank you to you guys. But, yeah. <laughs> it's not a very high bar. Oh, oh 2020. God. Regret, <laughs> yeah. We're ready for 2021. Yeah. Oh, my we? gosh. We'll have lots more games. Well, I mean, that's also going to be exciting because the future of games. So 2021, yeah. I can only imagine what we're going to be expecting. Maybe we'll have 120 a really... 120 frames per second. Ori, by the way, Ori is, oh, my gosh. I personally am just going to be so excited because it's just going to look so nice. I mean, incredible. it already is such a beautiful game, but 120 frames. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's a big focus. We're seeing a lot of games, right? Like Dirt was another one that's talking about 120. We'll have more to, to talk about in terms of high frame rate. Like that feel of games is something that we're definitely going to feel at launch. And as you talk about into the future, I think that's an area that I see developers really getting, getting into is how do I make sure that uh, the games feel as great as they look? Uh, huge opportunity and, and really be fun to be able to talk more about that as, as news yeah, comes I mean, out. Yeah, I mean, especially because a lot of these games you are going to be able to play backwards compatible mm -hmm. and on other things. So I think it's going to be such yeah. a challenge to make sure it plays incredible on the new gen consoles, but also, you know, previous as well. For sure. Yeah. The back compat team for us is they're like our, our, our ninjas in the back room that just do amazing work. And without spoiling too much, seeing some of the frame rate work they've been able to do on our back compat games to up the frame rate on existing games is, it's just, it's, it's not normal in console that when I buy a new console, my old games actually play and they play better. Uh, but as we get to continue to tell more of that, I think people will really be impressed with the work that that team has done. I'm really proud of them. Uh, and focusing, I think, on the investment gamers have made in Xbox and making sure that continues, whether it's the controllers that you already own, whether it's the games that you already own, uh, respecting a gamer's relationship with our product to me is just critically important and something that's just become a pillar for the team, which is, uh, and I'm, I'm encouraged to be able to talk more about it. Should be August. I think August will have more oh, to say Oh, my birthday month. A nice oh, treat. Great. There we go. Amazing. <laughs> oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Well, thank you so much for being our first guest on. Before we let you go, is there anything else that you would have liked to have added to the showcase that you didn't get a chance to say since it was already pre-recorded? Yeah, you know, as you said, I've been in the industry for a long time. Uh, and I, uh, I visit studios and I thought it was really cool to see the way like Dragon's Quest showed up as a game coming to Xbox. The support from Japanese publishers Square bringing new IP into our show. Um, obviously Tetris Effect was there, PSO is coming. 
to Xbox again with their new version. And it's just an area of focus for us to make sure all creators globally feel like Xbox is a great platform for them and that they can deliver their games to a large global audience. It's an area that our team in Japan has really been working hard on. Uh, and to be able to open the pre-show with uh, Dragon's Quest and then see continued to see support from great Japanese publishers, I think was something that really popped for me in the show. And it was uh, nice to see a lot of fans of Japanese publishers react to that. So that was something that I just wanted to call out because uh, uh, it means That's something. That's amazing. Very cool. cool. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. This was incredible. And uh, we'll yeah. have to game sometime soon. Maybe when the new Destiny expansion <gasps> comes oh. out. We're obs- oh, Destiny. We're obsessed. Ah. Destiny and Game Pass. I, yes, yes, yes. I know you yes. We are obsessed with Destiny. We were huge it's dangerous Destiny because fans. we would like never for, leave the couch for days. No, we so. set up two TVs next to each other, mm-hmm. and we would just down <gasps> bags of Doritos. Like, just it was it was not a lifestyle that I should, you know, continue twenty four seven. To admit, I'm uh, I'm with you on that. I think I'm at what am I at ten fifty five right now? My light level, my Titan is doing oh well. Oh my gosh. And uh, it was it was a, a kind of a, a personal project to get Destiny into Game Pass getting them to support some stuff. So it was really cool to see Sarah get to announce that uh, in the show. And uh, thanks to my friends at, at Bungie for uh, supporting and coming into yeah, Game Pass. Yeah, it's amazing. So it'll be a lot of fun to bring more players to Destiny. Yeah, it's amazing. We'll do some raids soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Congratulations on everything. Yeah, thank you. Good luck on the secret location and oh, all that you're doing just, there. It's going to be pretty it's cool. just a lot of sweating, too. It's, it's so hot. It's ridiculous. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so there was so much announced today. We couldn't cover everything with Phil. But man, I'm just, I'm really excited for the future of gaming. We forgot to talk about Forza. <gasps> That's like one of our also favorite games. We went to London last year did. for the launch. Oh my gosh, they wouldn't let me drive the McLaren. Well, I, I don't mean, know why. I'm not sure why they wouldn't let me. Well, the good news is you can play in the game safely. Like I'm happy, but I'm also sad because at E3, it's always that really fun time of the year where we get to actually go and play the games and see all of our friends. But I think what Xbox and a lot of companies have been doing is they've been doing a really great job at these events and trying to make it feel like we're together when we're really not. For sure. I mean, even like I was just on Twitter, like seeing what all my friends were saying, like seeing everyone interact that way, like online, you know, it doesn't have the same feel, but it still does have the community feel of just bringing people together. What game are you most excited about? So the Grounded trailer was so funny. If you're waiting for the most anticipated game, you should wait for Cyberpunk. But in the meantime, yes, it was just, it was so funny. Like that's like my type of humor. So that looked good. State of Decay 3 looked so good. It looked scary. Well, I got a little scared when that, when the, when the deer was like, zombie deer. Ori, we're going to have 120 frames per second. Ori, Ori is already such a beautiful game. It really like, is beautiful. Man, just the future, we're going to have 60 frames per second. Halo, very excited though for the multiplayer of Halo. I mean, I've played the campaigns, but for me, like multiplayer is where I shine. I just love playing multiplayer because I get to play with my friends. I mean, obviously you can do co-op campaigns and stuff like that, which I don't think they even mentioned any co-op campaign stuff yet, did they? I don't think so, I don't think so. But I am excited because the campaign is gonna have like this new open world. It's gonna be bigger. There's gonna be more like side quests, I think. So like, I love a good side quest. 3D maps. Oh, Those looked really cool. We got a little uh, example of what that kind of looks like. Some new weapons, some new abilities. The grappling hook. Hello. We didn't even talk to Phil about the grappling hook. Wait, Finnegy. Call him back up. No. Hey, Phil. We forgot to talk about we Forza. Forgot we forgot to talk about the oh grappling. I mean, I just love, I don't know. I just love playing games and I'm just really excited that, you know, this is going to be here before we know it. And I know we were joking about gaming saving 2020, but honestly, I don't know what I would have done without video games during this time. I mean, I probably could have done more work, but I didn't mm. want to. Gaming is like our escape. It's incredible. We got to talk to our friends, play with our friends. It just made life 
feel normal. And so. I think the main key about this Xbox Games Showcase is all of these games are on Xbox Game Pass. And I think having a subscription to games like this is huge because you're paying one monthly fee and you can play a ton of different games. And they're constantly always adding more games mm -hmm. too. So you don't have to pay $60 for just one game. You could be paying a monthly subscription and play all kinds of games. There has probably been every single person where they're like, man, I would really like to play that game, but do I really want to spend $60? I've done that. For sure. So now like having the game pass, if there's a game, if I want to try it out, I can actually discover for the first time, maybe I've been missing out on something just because I didn't want to pay the $60. So game pass, I love what they're doing with that. I think it's incredible. I think it's genius. And it's just really opening up a whole new avenue of games to yeah. people. Even Phil was talking about how great it is to be able to take games with you and also playing in the <gasps> X Cloud. So, you know, before we used to be just locked to our TVs. Like now we can take games with us. And I think that's really important, especially back when we used to travel a lot. I mean, now we're not doing it as much. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to traveling. Actually, right now we're traveling. We're we not are. at home. We are out on a special project shooting something really fun. So we brought everything with us. Mm -hmm. And you have your Surface Book up there. Yeah, that's Surface Book 3. Hook up your uh, controller and we could be playing anything that's compatible on PC. I mean, so we, it's yeah, really exciting. Yeah, wait until 5G is a thing. <gasps> like there's going to be like that low latency. It's just high speed. Like it's going to feel like we're at home, but we could be anywhere. I love it. Ah, I'm excited. The future is going to be so cool. Well, hopefully, I think the future is going to be cool. I think it's going to be I cool. Think if we're going to have good games and good we, consoles to look forward to, at least. We will go back into playing video games and live our life there. But okay. I know we were also talking about how fun it's been kind of reinventing ourselves on Twitch. Like just being able to connect with the community has been so much fun because we actually get to talk to you guys directly and play games with you guys. Oh, it's so much fun. So thank you guys for being so amazing and so supportive. I think that's it for, for this special episode. I look forward to hearing what you guys thought of the Xbox Games Showcase and what you're most looking forward to because there's so much more to announce. This was just games that were coming out that you could play on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Like this is, there's so much more that we it's don't even know. Just a little tease. Yes. Well, anyways, thank you guys so much for watching or listening. Um, you can leave a review on our Apple podcast as well as a voice message on anchor.fm slash same brain. We listen to those. We didn't do any today, but we did it. In the next episodes, you can stay tuned and you can hear some of those. So that's it. Yay. Thank you we'll guys see you so guys much. Later. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.